Hello everybody and welcome back to the Girlfriend Hour podcast with me, your host, Emily Todd. Today I am speaking to the fabulous Millie, sex and relationship educator who started up on TikTok and Instagram um, and she's giving all her fabulous advice um, and I'm so excited to speak to her a little bit more today. We're going to be talking about why she started um, up doing what she's doing, delving into a couple questions, looking at, um, we're going to do a game, a fun red flag game which I'm so excited for and we're also going to be um, answering a couple of dilemmas, relationship and sex dilemmas um, which I'm sure will be fun. So yeah, get ready for today's episode, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Millie, for joining me today on the podcast. So um, for everyone who doesn't know, do you want to just like introduce yourself and a little bit about your background, all that good stuff? So uh, my name is Millie, if anyone doesn't know already. Um, So originally I started working in fashion, originally. Okay. In the past year, I think it was last March, I got offered a job with a sexual wellness company Um, which I started working for and I'm still working with now and yeah even when I worked in fashion basically like I had a massive interest in sex and sexual education and things like that and when the job came up it was just completely random but something I was like no I need to go for this like I just need to so I went for it and I absolutely love it and obviously as you know yourself all of my social content TikTok Instagram and everything has just become sexual education and like relationship dating advice and in the past year as well literally correlated with me getting this job I broke up with my boyfriend of six years (laughs) oh my god I've sort of been on like a like a dating journey and journey with everybody else who's followed my content so it's been like really interesting I love that I love that you've been on this journey with everybody as well it's so nice definitely so that's basically it and now I am progressing into like being a sex educator and things like that and I hope to one day be able to like go into schools like that's the goal like to to have like my own curriculum that's it because I funnily enough like I was really like passionate about female health and wellness in general but more for like younger girls as well because nowadays with like TikTok Instagram like it's like kids like younger people are just getting more and more aware and also like need to be aware and I think it's such like a taboo topic but it shouldn't be and like that's why I found your page even with like some of my friends so like if I try and talk about certain things they're like oh and I'm like like girls this is not embarrassing to talk about this is we all do it we've all been there why wouldn't we talk about it and I think that's what made me have like a massive interest in it to begin with is that when I was growing up my mum used to always try and sit me down and have like the birds and the bees chats with me I would be like oh my gosh this is horrific Mm. but I think it's because like in school if your parents try and talk to you about it it's so formal and it's like be that formal like it's so normal and natural to like have sex and everything around it so why why is everyone so like caught up over it do you know what I mean it's because it's it's life but it's like this like sort of taboo like that's been going around and I feel like and it's like parents as well it's just this like sort of like but it just needs to like get over it do you know what I mean I mean my me and my mom had like quite a good relationship she was quite good and we could talk about it well but if you think about other people you know they might not have you know a mom in their life that's close to them and they can't talk to them about things like that especially when you're a female because it's so much broader as well like going into so many different so like for a female you know there's so much more so that's why it's so important and I think like you bringing it to light on your TikTok and just making it you know this is normal like we can talk about this because sometimes even I like even though I'm not like funny about talking it I happily will talk about things sometimes you just feel that sort of like when someone it's almost like you're like pressures of society you're like like, like, should I be talking about this? And then yeah. you're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I need to remind myself, this is fine. This is all normal. <laughs> normal. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I've been with people like um, in my past work places before who literally like will like not talk about sex or find it so uncomfortable if we were having like a conversation around it. And I'm like, are you really like uncomfortable? And it's like genuinely no, like we don't talk about this in my household. And I'm like, wow, that's like really crazy to me. But that's just like how it is. Yeah, definitely. Like even when I was growing up, like my family wouldn't really talk about it. Like my family's quite chilled. Like we have a laugh about certain things and in a serious matter, it would not really be spoken about. And then I think again, like, it goes back to why I'm so interested in it. It's like, I don't feel like I had someone to talk to about certain things. So now I hope on like my socials, I'm like sort of like a big sister for girls who don't have that. And I get a lot of girls like in my DMs, like asking for advice and things like that, which honestly, like I'm, when they come to me, I'm like, I'm so happy that you've actually come to me. Like, please don't feel like you can't because I'm here for. So yeah, I, I love absolutely that. Love it when girls do that, like yeah, that's so heartwarming, isn't it? Like just having that, um, and they feel like they can like sort of see you as a big sister. But that I do see that like your platform as that, um, yeah. and you're just not afraid. And I love that because you're just talking about everything from like things that you know might not be like the most comfortable to talk about, <laughs> but people will so like resonate with that and like I'm sure you get so many people like asking you for advice and questions because it is that sort of like people always ask how are you so open like how are you okay like just coming out with this sort of stuff and I'm like I don't know I think it just has to be spoken about and like I have like I have to but at at the end of the day like I don't feel awkward talking about it do you feel like almost some like some sort of responsibility to be like I feel like it's like my duty to like help these girls. Do you know what I mean? If you're confident okay. enough to speak about it, like you should be to like help no, so many girls. If I don't feel awkward or any type of way about talking about sex and dating and relationships, then I'm like, well, I might as well. You might as well. Absolutely. I think it's, I honestly think it's so good. I think like I've seen a couple of things on TikTok before, um, like sort of similar stuff, but it's definitely like, that platform as well and you've got the audience is so like broad range so like who who you like targeting the most like audience wise I think it really varies like I was sort of aiming to maybe put it across to girls similar age to me so I'm 24 and I was sort of thinking like 23 4 to like maybe 20 yeah late 20s but I think I like 17 18 which I do get like TikTok is a a younger platform anyways so I'm not surprised that it's it's come up on their feed or anything but again like that I'm just like oh thank god they've seen it yeah because I think actually seen it because I think it resonates with them more and they're like oh like we haven't been taught this like why haven't why don't I know that's normal and I'm like thank the lord that they have seen this content because if I was them like I me being that age I would have loved to have seen some of the stuff that I put just to know that it's it's fine yeah absolutely and I think like I don't know about you but my sex education in school like I don't know what they're doing I literally what they doing like it's actually like mind-blowing like how they and like it's almost like they're not moving with the times are they like they're not moving with the new generation like they don't realize what's going on and like from a young age do you know what I mean like I've got an 11 year old brother and I'm like you don't even realize <laughs> because like nowadays they're just so much more aware when they're younger and it's so important to talk like openly about it and like talk about like the real things like it's almost like they beat around the bush a little bit yeah they try and like I don't know whether they like make it too scientific or sometimes they sort of tell you like it should be how it is in the movies which is just not yeah I know you know, like romanticize it a little bit and it's like hang on a second that doesn't happen that does not happen and you're going into real life and everyone's thinking like what's going yeah. on and then it comes to it everyone's like I think we've been playing like this is not how it was supposed yeah, like, to be this is not what my teacher taught. no but yeah. I feel like everyone has the same opinion around sex education in schools 
Um, and it's always just been like, I swear they still make you put like a condom on a banana. <laughs> no, I was actually speaking to a girl a couple of weeks ago and she had not long had her sex education in school. Yeah. Talking about th- some things and she was talking and I was like, hang on a second. Like she hasn't mentioned anything about women. And she was like, what do you mean? Like it happened, like it happens to us. And I was like, whoa whoa nothing happens to us we are a part of it yeah he was like oh well like we just sort of taught about you know the guy side of it and I'm like I was like it's lit this it has not changed but like I feel like it's so like there's something needs to be done I mean I'm like passionate about something needing to be changed but within like a school and like society it's such a difficult like thing to get into like especially in schools so difficult like the pressure as well from like schools they can't they they probably can't teach everything that you learn in real life yeah so I feel like everyone just sort of especially from like our generation they just sort of winged it up until now with those sort of things but (laughs) definitely needs to change especially like educating about female pleasure at least like at the very least yeah absolutely and also like I feel like people might may see your content or maybe like adults and be like oh god this is like not you know I don't want my child to see this like do you know what I mean like what do you mean like obviously you do like it's that awkward like it's not like it's literally not like I would will happily like especially with my daughter I always say like and my son like I'm always going to be so super open like from a very young age like very open about it and like even like you know um sex education on Netflix I'm like (laughs) it's so good and it's and like I was I think my um I was telling my aunt actually and um my cousin he's like 13 and I was like would you not let him watch it she was like god no and I was like well what do you mean I was like at the end of the day I feel like it, I, I feel like a lot of parents would say that about their 13 year old son like probably all of them would but I'm like thinking about it like you don't it's like you don't realize what's really going on like at that age and I'm like that's such an amazing like very open discussion but from our brains have been embedded that like sex like all this sort of talk is just like sort of forbidden until you're like yeah, eight. which it's is like so strange because you're in schools you're actually taught it like 13 14 anyways yeah but it's just like the very like minimum that's not really like the truth yeah, until, yeah until you're 18 you cannot speak about this in the house like don't, don't you dare <laughs> like literally don't bring this up um so yeah let shall we move on we'll do some like tips because obviously so your tiktok I think you discussed it a little bit tell us a little bit about like sort of the content that you post and you you've got your instagram you do all your reels as well don't you yeah, it's such yeah. an amazing platform though isn't it yeah TikTok has actually been amazing like I haven't really been on it that long because my Instagram was so fashion-based to begin with I just moved on to TikTok with like fashion stuff and I was like yeah. this isn't working for me like I don't even like posting this stuff on TikTok yeah I, was like, I feel like my stuff needs to be like informative and then I was yeah. like what do I want to tell people about and then I was like right this is it like this is what you need to start putting out yeah. there so I think my first couple of ones were like things that are normal in the bedroom yeah and it was just explaining like you know feeling awkward or laughing even talking and you know all the awkward little things that happen during sex like they are so normal and I think if you're in that situation and maybe if you're a little bit younger you you feel like oh my god this shouldn't be happening this shouldn't be happening and it plays on your mind and then it just gets into your head and it just ruins the experience or can like hinder the experience let's say and I was just like no they need to know this and then yeah so from there I've started putting things like different positions to try like easy ones intimate ones um stuff about dating as well like how to figure out you know where you're standing with someone because especially like me I've started putting that stuff out there to sort of remind mm. myself how it works because being out of the game so long when you're I back, love that. <laughs> I'm literally like no I need to teach myself this stuff again wow because like that must be like that's such a lovely journey because like I mean being in a six-year relationship that's that's a long time like that's so long 
wow yeah. and you've gone on this amazing journey and do you find it's like helped just like connecting with like all these people and just like actually being open and honest definitely like it's it's massively helped me like because like I said I started this job at the same time that sort of ended and not only has it been like a massive distraction to just like throw myself into but then actually like helping people and people on Instagram like when I've spoken like I started my single series and people sort of knowing my dating experiences and being like oh my gosh like that's happened to me how do you even deal with that or what do you do then like figuring it out myself and like discussing it with other people has helped so much and like connecting with people like I've made friends through it and everything so yeah it's been amazing like the best medicine literally (laughs) since that that's just you being so totally like raw and honest and it's relatable and that's what people want like they don't want you to like you know go over it all lovely like they want to see like the real side the relatable side that people people can really connect yeah like people ask me about my dating life now or like over summer last year and I'd literally be like guys it's not all it's cracked up to be like this life like I didn't realize that this was like this and that it was a shock to the system but then I fully went back on my Instagram and I was like okay guys I think I've got it a little bit wrong okay the day <laughs> life is not all it's cracked out to be but I was yeah I think being like 100% transparent about the whole thing isn't always easy but I think it definitely needs to be done about this sort of stuff as well yeah absolutely so let's do some tips so the, I think I'm t- pretty sure I took some of these off your TikTok anyway, but you'll be able to, we'll be able to discuss it. <laughs> Tips for if you're feeling unsure where you stand with somebody. Now, I think a lot of people going to like, I mean, relate to this, especially like, oh God, you know, but like, you know, women are from Venus. <laughs> so, <laughs> I literally have that book that right here honestly you know what? So funny. it's so it's so it's so like true like this is so you don't really realize it um, and that's why like navigating this like it's, it's a lot I love how you had that right there so, honestly, <laughs> it, this is one of the most difficult things because not everybody in the situation wants to like be so honest and be so transparent about the situation but if you're like a girl or a guy and you're unsure the the only thing and the best thing that you can do is just be honest and communicate with them like this is how I feel about this situation this is what I want to come from this situation this is what I need yeah and that's literally the best you can do and it's such a hard pill to swallow sometimes when someone doesn't want to do it back or communicate back and or even respect your boundaries like it's so difficult but the best thing you can do is just communicate I say it's literally the key to anything and if it's meant to be it will be I always say to my friends like if it's meant for you it will not pass you so don't panic don't panic I get goosebumps when I hear that because I'm like that's so like it's just so true isn't it like what's meant for you won't pass you by and I think communication like is key like it is key to everything not just relationships but in a relationship Mm -hmm. I think a lot more in this generation like with like endless dating apps and social media I think people think oh I've got endless options and it is really difficult it's so difficult to navigate dating life and single life in general with that sort of stuff on your shoulders as well so yeah I, I think I can't even imagine trying to navigate like myself through single life now like it's I just so feel crazy. like it's just everyone wants to play games yeah do you know what when I was I remember like you know you just take yourself back to those moments and you're doing and you're like what <laughs> was I doing and I wish I knew what I knew now like what yeah. I look, literally think about myself and what I would put myself in and be like, Emily, like, I just want to slap you around the face. Yeah, but like, you want to look back and be like, listen, girl. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I was like, I, I wasn't aware. And like, if I would have had somebody like you, I would have had a platform to be able to turn to. Maybe I would have chosen a little bit differently or looked at things differently. <laughs> and that's yeah. why I think it's so important because everybody needs that, like, like yeah. help, that big sister. Like literally, 
she she's gonna kill me when she listens to this so I'm gonna say it I love but that <laughs> one of my best friends she was she just said to me about mm. honestly yesterday she was like listen this guy what if it does go somewhere though and I was like listen I'm gonna be so blunt with you and I'm so sorry but this guy doesn't care yeah nothing has happened with this situation and it's been nothing he does not care and I honestly made her write down a list like what do you want from a guy is he giving you any of this no so let's leave it that's so good she was like, yeah, she was like, completely right. right. I mean, like the brutal honesty. Yeah. So Sometimes like- it's so important, like, and especially like as a friend, I think I've in the past, you know, like I've had my best friend, like she'll be very like blunt and honest, whether I'll take the advice or not, whether I did. Yeah. <laughs> but and she was right. But I think it's so important to have someone like that as well. And then also writing down what you need. I think that's such a good piece of advice. Like, it's not, don't be like ashamed to write down what you feel like you need from a relationship. And if they are not giving you that, then like, do you know what I mean? You yeah, should I like write down like non-negotiables. So like, you know, yeah. trust, all of that sort of stuff. And then like non-negotiables. I was like, that's where you can move on to your appearance things. You know, that they are yeah. negotiable. Come on. The one that's just like, yeah. <laughs> have like a thousand tattoos. I was like, really? I know, yeah it's like you've got to be realistic as well I feel like <laughs> nowadays it's just but also I think that's like moving on to sort of like body image and like body confidence like nowadays like especially males and this probably has a lot to do with like from it probably stems from a young age when they're like watching like porn and all that sort of stuff so it probably stems from that that they just have this image of like a woman and like it's almost like Honestly, how are you gonna meet those expectations <laughs> one of the most common things of like a girl coming to me in my dms is like i feel really insecure about my body but like when i'm not in like an intimate situation i'm fine with my body yeah. but then when i'm in that like i get in my own head about it and it completely puts me off and i don't enjoy it and i'm just like this is this is literally like stems from like i hate to say it because i don't think social media is all the pure cause but it's definitely like part of it. It's got but, yeah. Yeah, but thinking like about porn and like guys watching porn and what they're thinking of the woman in that situation and they might like, oh, I must look like that. And it's just unrealistic. The whole thing is just unrealistic. So unrealistic. And I do think, yeah, social media is it's such a like I have such a good relationship with it, but I also know that yeah. it's and um, like so many people, like some of my friends, like they'll literally just have to delete Instagram, delete TikTok, and, like just wipe themselves from it because they're like, I can't, like it's it's too like toxic. And I think as well, like who you follow and who you have and who you're taking in on your social media is so important. If they are not making you feel good, get rid. Then get rid. <laughs> that isn't everything as well. Like if you're dating someone, they don't make you yes. feel good. Get rid. <laughs> They're going in the bin. <laughs> but it's so important. Um, it really, really is. So another tip. Tips on ways you can improve your sex life. So moving on to something a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. So this is again is like a super common thing. Like yeah. people who might have been in like a long-term relationship, like a lot of my friends have been in long-term relationships, and even like myself, obviously at one point. And I think to just, again, communicate, number one yeah. thing, to communicate if your sex life does start yeah. to a little bit and get a little bit same routine. and Be honest, be open. Be open completely and say, listen, like, I, it's not how it used to be. How yeah. do we sort of get back to this? But like, like, even changing it up. Yeah, change it up, like, discuss different positions you guys can do yeah sit down and make time for each other like make sure you're having like your date nights and it doesn't always have to be directly like how can we improve like this yeah. sex just the sex itself like how can you improve everything and like your intimacy like take time for like foreplay like massages are like really mm-hmm. good thing like even take like a bath together like just yeah. as like, you guys are having that intimate time that you know you wouldn't have with someone else and I think that overall will definitely reflect on like your sex life in the end because sex is like it's such a obviously big part of a relationship but it's not be all and end all but also I feel like that intimacy and that connection and that communication regard like 
away from the sex before yeah. that stage if you've not not doing like you know you're not taking baths together you're not talking about like me and my boyfriend will always talk about like different positions we'll always say we'll always we're very like close and that's why like in the bedroom you know it works it works out but I feel like if we weren't if we weren't doing that and I always feel like I've thought about it in the past and like in the past relationships that was not happening and it's just it's just not healthy at all but the intimacy beforehand it's so like so important one of the most important things and I think people a lot of the time will concentrate on just the sex itself okay like how can this be improved like this one situation but you've got to think of like the bigger picture everything around it like Mm -hmm. you guys need to be intimate whether honestly like even if you don't even if you're you know you want to have sex but someone's not in the mood literally just like sit and like kiss and cuddle like that intimacy will make the other person feel a little bit more at ease like you know because I know a lot of the time in long-term relationships it's like why don't you want to have sex with me you're not attracted to me anymore you're not this you're not that and it's like life gets in the way as well especially after the past few years as well I know that's changed a lot of people's relationships and to just have like that intimacy it doesn't always have to be based on sex but if it is based on sex like foreplay massages bring in different things like you know f- experiment with things like lubes especially like temperatures there's so yeah. much and so you can delve into so literally and like but I feel like as well I, f- I think I've spoken to someone about this before how they were like I lo- I want to like be intimate with my partner and not have sex but every time like I like we we kiss we could we get a little bit intimate it's like they just want to have sex do you know what I mean it's like we can't just be intimate mm-hmm. you know what I mean you, it's yeah, always- it's just, yeah it's very sexual like they both yeah. get really caught up in it and then it's that's what it is mm-hmm. if that's the case I would probably say like literally stay away from if, if you don't actually want to have sex you know you yeah. just be in that intimate space stay away from things that or places where you could actually have sex you know like yeah. if you guys are like somewhere and you're being intimate like even like having dinner together that can be in like a really intimate setting like you guys can't just start having sex in the no. <laughs> like date night is so important yeah, yeah like date yeah. night yeah and be intimate in like those sort of ways and like yeah. even watching movies and just if you really don't want to have sex which are like obviously heat at the moment sometimes you're like oh whatever yeah like just just have some discipline and be like no like I just want to sit here with you for a second and just take it all in I think as a woman as well like I think women are more like you know I'll happily do like kisses cuddles baths but then like you know boys may be a bit more like you know want to just go straight in with it yeah we need to do all of that and I think that's just the difference between a man and a woman as well but if they can if they can accept like appreciate and you know accept your like just like your choices yeah um, really respectful of it as well like I think yeah like that's where the communication again comes back it's like you need to respect like what I need in this situation so and so that's that's a good one to move on to so I was gonna do we're gonna do a quick game and like these are potential red flags that I found and I'm like some of them are quite funny and I'm like some of them are like oh I don't know so we'll start they're quite funny actually potential red flags red, red flags in in a relationship so oh god it's so, some of them are so funny right so if he doesn't tip at a restaurant is this a red flag I'm calling no I'm gonna say no I'm gonna say no because <laughs> no because I'm like do I first of all I'm like do I always tip no so I'm a hypocrite <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking in my head I was like oh my god maybe you don't tip also, also if like it's expensive anyway it's like at the end of the day do you know what I mean yeah I paid for my meal you know yeah that's 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 another one so if he um asks you to split the bill I mean on a first date I think I think I wouldn't mind yeah like I, pro- I probably would like it, like some people are like no I wouldn't see him again I'm like I probably would give him a second chance yeah I think I would give him a second chance I think it's really this was a really difficult one to navigate because I love to be treated and I you know I would be so grateful if a guy was like nah take this one this one's on me it would really get it feel yeah definitely but then again I am like everything that I stand for 
yeah to be treated exactly the same amount so it's a difficult like I think that is a really like deep-rooted one it is and I think it depends also if who asks who on the date so if someone plans it if I planned a day right it was the first date and I planned in whatever like I would and I I would never be like not offer I will always I would always offer yeah definitely yeah just to be that really is like respect for anyone like you should always offer you shouldn't just you know go on a date and expect expect it I don't think you should be like that absolutely not expect it but I think it depends like your mindset on the situation like I always say guys guys are really like demanded to do certain things and it's like but if we want equality it's got to be in everything yes it's so true like it stands against it but that's that old-fashioned like rooted probably into us like as women maybe a little bit but that just comes back down to like oh that is funny (laughs) so next one if oh that was that one oh god long fingernails oh hon I'm I don't like it's when we talk about these things I'm like <laughs> I'm not a bad person and like I'm so not like if <laughs> if Kyle has long fingernails I'm not gonna kick him out the house you know what I mean and yeah. uh, he doesn't but if he did I would like maybe just politely offer to clip them for him. yeah I mean if a guy's nails were like this I would be like what are you doing what what is going on there because I would like, seriously be like, wow. It's like the acrylics are different. I mean, like they're like done all professional. Like if your nails, like <laughs> it's just like the dirt, like the germs, the, the like, I just don't know if I could like. I think that's that. a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a red flag. Just, just because like. Cleanliness. Yeah. And do you know what? Yeah. I just feel like as well, like girls, like boys expect a female to, you know, well, a lot of them do. I mean, this is probably yeah. bad on their behalf to be all like, you know, pristine and whatnot. And then if they come down with their like dirty fingernails and they're just like, whatever. I'm like, yeah. Oh, one it. of my friends, one of my friends went on a date and she turned up and like she got all glam and yeah. she really made an effort. And this guy turned up and she was like, Where did you think you were going? <laughs> she was like, We don't match. Like, I I have really made an effort here and you know you're not reflecting that it's the ethics if the girls are going in for this effort feel like they should reciprocate that or understand. but also a red flag for me though this is this is this is good like it's open because I'm like <laughs> I want them to take care of themselves but if they take longer than me to get ready that is a red flag yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. boy bye <laughs> if they are more preened than me then I'm yeah. like mm, something doesn't sit right <laughs> once um with this boy and um he like I remember getting myself ready and he was still like in the mirror like combing his hair like would just not stop looking at himself in the mirror and I was like sat on the bed sort of like waiting and I was like waiting like half an hour I was like ready to go and he was just like just looking at himself and like just like is this right should I change and he changed his outfit like 10 times and I was like Oh my gosh. Like, oh my gosh. See, I think in like in my head I would be thinking like, oh my god, this guy like really thinks that he's something like that's what I was like. I was like He's about he's, to have a god complex and, and we're not and, Yeah, and this was like pre-date, right? Okay. And I was just like, oh my god, like and we're about to go on a date. Like and I was like, I've I've gotten all the stuff I need to know, Horn. Like <laughs> I was like, is it acceptable? Because like we were talking about this yesterday. My friend was going on a date and he she was like, I went on a date and like we sat down and it was just a drink. And he first 10 minutes he just said something and I was like, You're not for me. Yeah. And she was like, but then I had to sit there for like an hour and just let him talk to me. And I'm just thinking, you're just not, you just weren't for me. You said something. And you know when something just resonates with you and you're like, that's not what I'm about. Yeah. And she was like, is it acceptable to be like, I'm going to call it a day here. Sorry about that. <laughs> 100%. Honestly, I would 1000% do that. Like, it's it's difficult. It's really yeah. difficult. And I think it's it wasting their time, isn't it? Like, it's wasting everyone's time. Yeah. It, oh, I was I was on a date and a similar thing happened. And I, I stayed. But I just thought, like, why did I do that? And then I think moving forward, if that was to happen again, I'd be like, listen 
I'm more than happy to like sit here as friends, you know, and have a drink because you're not a terrible person. But on the date in front, like this date is done. The date is over. It, like it's done. The date is done. I feel I'm, I'm just like this. You're just instant no. Like so no from her. Yeah, instant no. Oh. A guy said to me, "This will literally shock you." Oh. I went on a date and a guy. We got our drinks and everything, and we sat down. Yeah. I, I said to him, if I was to order like a certain drink, would it have put you off? And he was like, um, oh, well, I don't know. Like, and then he was like, yeah, actually, if you ordered a porn star martini, I might as well have just like taken you home there and then. And I was like, <laughs> you're joking. I was like, hang on. I was like, do you mean what I think you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was honestly stood there for a good like five minutes just in shock and he was talking to me and I was just still thinking about what he had just said oh and I was like oh my gosh and yeah I think I just should have got up and left at that point but I just yeah. sat like what like honestly, what I was so shocked I was like I would have been like what oh my god the amount of things people have said to me and I thought really like oh you process that one before you said it you just hope like every time you date someone you're like I just hope I don't get the ick I just hope that you don't say something please don't say something stupid or like please don't say something that I'm gonna be like oh, fuck I can't deal with it you just yeah, honestly I was just like wow okay the thing is is like know your audience like the stuff that I post the stuff that I stand yes. for who would you come out with that with me oh my god yeah. like like no like read my- the room <laughs> um so this is this is when I'm like I don't know I think it's anyway I'll I'll read it okay having a girl best friend (laughs) oh now I know a couple of girls who would be like it's a no from me horn like yeah but for me when I met my like when both me and my boyfriend when we met I had a best a boy best friend and he had a couple of girl best friends okay so it was for that reason it's not a red flag for me yeah just because like I just feel okay. like it depends on the situation I know there can be times but also like you know we can we can live in a world where guys and girls yeah. are yeah I don't I don't think that's a red flag I think yeah. it obviously like you said depends on the situation but I think if especially if the girl best friend on his behalf and the guy best friend on your behalf is like friendly towards your other half and they're they're involved and they meet and it's all very like platonic yeah then I don't think there's anything to be worried about yeah absolutely I 100% I I find it difficult personally I think I've found it difficult in the past but then again like thinking about my mind in the past it's different and I can fully admit that I wasn't like secure in my relationship so that obviously doesn't help I think it comes from trust as well at the end of the day like and that can help you build that trust in relationship I think and as well knowing I think this helped me when like my boyfriend knew I had a boy best friend and in the past I've had like exes who would be like basically called hell on the fact that I had a boy best friend and just the way he was so trusting and he was like it doesn't bother me like and now we're all like really really good friends like we're all so like they're probably back with me now (laughs) I think that's so nice because it's like he clearly respects like you value your friendships and he's not about to get in the middle of that so I think it's really important as well so last red flag and then we'll move on to a couple of dilemmas so if this is why if he keeps popping back into your life to get attention and then leaves oh gosh we've all had a few of these oh we? we've had a few do you know do you, want, do you want me to tell you i'm gonna tell from this story right one time one time right um my ex popped this was it right this was a year later so this was like a year later he popped back into my life for attention but he messaged my sister a year later after we broke up and told my sister that he still had a pair of my knickers and asked if I wanted them back <laughs> this is a year later and my sister was like Emily listen look at this and she showed me the message and I was like you've got to be joking it right this wasn't like a week a year 
you want have you just found them have you been storing these that's what I thought I'm like how do you know they're my knickers like what what's been a year how do you know do they really do you really recognize them that much (laughs) and I was like and then I was like what do you want like he was obviously after like me messaging him like being like can I come and get my knickers I was just like Lucy messaged him back like you just bin them and then like blocked oh him and I was like what do you even say to that even if that wasn't true and he was just trying to get attention like what a bad line to go in <laughs> why would you even think about that so oh, strange oh my gosh that is oh. honestly one of the funniest things <laughs> isn't it like I was so I was in complete shock but we're gonna call that a red flag guys <laughs> That one specifically is a red flag, but all around, like, guys love to, like, breadcrumb, where they, like, just just a little bit now and then, but they're not giving you, you know, the full thing. Like, so many guys I've, like, started speaking to, and then it sort of dwindled out. Yes. They've come back, and I'm like, what, I've told you what I want from this situation, and you'll just keep throwing me these things, and it's not, it's not enough. Yes. Go away. Leave it. (laughs) By moving on to some dilemmas. Some of these are quite good, actually. Okay, so I'll just read them out. So it says, um, my question is, if you start seeing someone who you are quite interested in, but they are clearly still recovering from their breakup only six weeks earlier, is it foolish to get invested? Even if they say they are ready, they just want to take it super slow and casual. Is it likely the first post-breakup relationship is a rebound? such a hard one but I'm gonna say yeah that is tough to get don't just don't allow yourself to get hurt in that situation I think it's probably inevitable that it is a rebound Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's an odd time that it's not but even if he says that it's okay like and he just wants to take it super slow like do you want to take it super slow is it the type of relationship where you feel like you can take it slow or do you guys have like a really good connection that it's like unnecessary to take it that slow? I think about what you want in a situation and put yourself first. Like I know it sounds selfish, but you need to, you need to be selfish and dating. And yeah, I think it's more than likely it's probably a rebound. And if it's not, if it's not, you know, it, like I said, it won't pass you and he will come back and be like, okay, you know, I'm fully over the yeah. situation but six weeks is not a long time no I think six weeks like in dating terms I like I think when I broke up with my ex and I started getting back out there mm-hmm. I think like genuinely no like I was you know doing like going around like having a bit of fun yeah and that's like two months after we broke up but I didn't start like actually dating or getting serious for like a year yeah that's the thing like I did exactly the same thing like I was going out and just like having fun and just no responsibilities with the with the issue but then I started dating but it was only like a month yeah and it fully came back to just bite me on the ass basically and I was okay harsh reality you're not you're clearly not ready for this you're not ready to date and like even now like it's like almost a year on a year on valentine's day i will have been single and i i know valentine's day you know what what? the funniest thing is i've heard about people getting broken up on valentine's day quite a few times you know why 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 or was it the other way around i just assumed it was yeah i broke up with him (laughs) on valentine's you were like this is we're done i've heard so many people it must be like cursed yeah like Oh, it was just I just sat down we were having dinner and I just sat down and we were eating and I was like I deserve more than this sorry oh my god I love you just and I was like sorry I was like you know there's nothing wrong with the food yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the food it's gorgeous but I just but did so much the whole thing like I'm done but that is like and you just come to like a realization you were like yeah it just like clicked and I was like yeah. no that is so, and you just, but that, I feel like that, and six years, that's a long time, so that would have just yeah. taken that, but just realising your worth, and. Don't get me wrong, like, obviously, I think they always say, like, girls check out a lot, you know, before the relationship ends, and, you know, that had been going on since Christmas, and I was just on my mind, and then I sat down, and I just thought, nah, this is yeah. it. 
Oh, I love that. <laughs> love that. So um, moving on to the next one, but we're, we're going to say, is it likely to fit first breakup to be a rebound? I'm going to say it slightly. We're going to say it's likely. it's likely. And is it foolish to get invested? I mean, if you really like this person, if you really, really like this person, I may be going on a couple of dates, but I'd say keep your guard up. Yeah, keep your guard up, keep your options open. Yeah. Don't put, you know, don't put everything into this. Don't put all of your energy into it because... All of the eggs into this basket. Yeah, don't put all your eggs into this basket because you... Spread them, spread them around. Okay, yeah. so this one's a good one. Good toys to reach orgasm. So I want to buy something that makes me feel good and have an orgasm. I've never used toys, so therefore, do any of you ladies know of a good, not too expensive one that you can recommend? So I know you're like expert on toys funniest thing is is right I've had like toys like I think it's like a like a little bullet <laughs> right I've had one of them but like it was for me and Kyle together but ne- I've never like actually had a sex toy just for myself I've just like I've always like thought I'll try to just get it but I'm always like I'm just a hand girl <laughs> I'm just like I just never even like like bothered you know what I mean yeah. I've always like thought oh quite fancy that and then I've just I've just thought you know what it it's like overstimulation for me yeah you know what that's I mean so, yeah that's so good like not a lot of people are like that you're lucky you're lucky <laughs> I'm like yeah um, I would probably say there's two ranges that I would definitely say so there's the so divine um self-love range and they've got everything from like vibrators they've got rabbits they've got suction toys but they're all very very much so for like beginners and for people by themselves but they're you know you can use them in a couple there's nothing wrong with doing that yeah yeah, the the whole like thing around them is like it's about self-love and discovering yourself and things like that so yeah they are a really good range and nothing in the range is overly intimidating or you know you're like oh my gosh I'm not using that like I've not used this And then the second one would be uh, my Viv from Anne Summers. So that's like a whole range, which is like, yeah, it's honestly, it's one of my favorite ranges. It's actually made for like older women, but it's, it's just made to make, to like prioritize female pleasure basically. And people that have suffered with like illnesses or sex anxieties, it's made for them. So like the silicones are super soft and safe and natural. So yeah, them again, that, really not intimidating they're really both both ranges are super affordable as well so yeah both well, of them because I think sometimes you know they can be quite on the expensive side yeah oh my but, god toys can be very expensive oh my god, I thought I'm like treat myself it's like I'll treat myself to a, a sex toy because they are that expensive it is like a treat like what are you gonna spend yeah, yeah it's gotta be <laughs> I don't want to take a loan out to buy a toy like I just want something affordable that will do the job yeah <laughs> But those two ranges affordable and they'll do the job yeah so there's the recommendations so this is the last one so um I've recently started dating and while I've had some really nice dates and met a lot of interesting people I've also been faced with some rejection I went on a date with a guy who I clicked with immediately but after the date he gradually took longer to reply and I got the classic I'm not ready for a relationship he seemed like a great person though oh so sad um I'm not looking for a relationship either and was really surprised and a little sad to get that as we got on so well what do you do to pick yourself up after rejection need some empowerment and pick me up suggestions oh that's such a lovely one I know um, this is such a good one to end on like honestly yeah. I love this I love this question so much because it's honestly like it's really a mindset thing it really is like this has happened to me like so many times yeah <laughs> but like a most recent one I could think of is I was seeing this guy and it was going really well and then suddenly it was just like he just wasn't giving me what I want and again like it refers to back to refer make that list of what you need from someone and yeah. if it's not 10 10 then is the, is the rejection a bad thing is yeah. it it's sometimes it's really not a bad thing and like rejection obviously the word has like negative connotations immediately but sometimes it's like a blessing in disguise like you he doesn't want a relationship and you've got to respect the fact that he has been honest and actually communicated that with you before it's got too deep and I appreciate that much in your feels and 
that wouldn't be good for anyone so yeah hard reject like I think whoever's not had like heartbreak or a bit of rejection I mean like you know I mean like you're lucky that's it I feel like everyone's had that little bit of rejection but I also think it's important as well because like it just gain, it helps you gain more like you know confidence in knowing and like it's just it's just a way a part of like dating and everything and yeah. like you said mindset like was it even like a bad thing and it's so and I think it's well rejection can be a lot harder when you know you get too deep but it's so yeah. important if you know that it's not going to work out not to lead somebody on as well yeah definitely like I think you really like especially with guys like I don't yeah. want to generalize here but no. a lot of guys will keep it going because they know you know some girls will be there for them and they yeah. take advantage of it massively so I think the fact that he has been honest and said listen I don't think it's for me and he probably could have done it sooner obviously like you said he's just taken longer with his replies and that would probably be the worst thing because it's, it's making you think what have I done what have I done which but again like it is super normal to get upset about these things like it's fine to cry and feel your emotions like feel yeah. them if you need to but at the end of the day like you just know that you're independent this will make you more independent you're an independent and, woman yeah independent strong single women like yes empowerment you need you don't need all the impact we've all got it together and like yeah. just know you're not alone I think as well like everyone's like feeling yeah. as well. everyone's been there you're not alone and yeah. like I said again like what's meant for you won't pass you so absolutely even if he throws you them little breadcrumbs don't take it <laughs> don't take them oh well I feel like this is like the perfect space to like end it on yeah. oh I've had such a good time on oh here. do you know what this has been so good I'm so I'm so happy you came on thank you so much for like joining me thank you so much for inviting me honestly I've had Thank you so much to Millie for joining us on today's podcast. It was an absolute pleasure to record with her. I'm so grateful she just, she came on the pod and spoke to me because these topics are so taboo and really need to be spoken about so much more. And it was so much fun. The episode was so much fun to record. And yeah, I really enjoyed filming this episode. So um, if you got to the end, thank you so much. Thank you so much for all your continued support. Um, it really means the absolute world to me and if you do enjoy listening to the podcast it would be amazing if you could leave a review the reviews really really help to push the podcast and but all your love and support means everything to me so to leave a review you just need to go to apple podcasts and scroll down on the podcast and there'll be a rating and a review section and you just leave your rating review and yeah that would be absolutely fab but I'm super excited for our next episode. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one and I will see you in our next one.